Broadcast Network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hey guys, welcome into Season 1, Episode 12 of Manhattan. Our season finale is next week. Only so much time to talk Manhattan left this season. We are talking episode 12, The Gun Model, today. I'm your host, Bobby DeMiro, joined as always by my co-host, Marissa Serafini. Hello, Marissa. Hello, Bobby. All right, we got a lot to talk about today. This this ramped up uh, from about 50 to 100 in in about a second and a half. Wow, so much happened. And this is a complicated episode. Very. Emotionally complicated. (laughs) Physics complicated. A lot of things are complicated. This is a complicated episode. We, We... are used to seeing like you know four or five sub stories like most TV shows are wont to do. Yeah. And today we got one story and every person's piece in it, but it's really just one story. Yeah. So it's kind of a complicated thing to follow. We got notes. We'll do our best. Um, See, it's all coming to a head, literally. It's like everyone's yeah. just converging right here in the story. So we'll do our best on this one and next week. Obviously, if we miss anything, if you're on YouTube or on iTunes, you can always comment on YouTube. You can send us tweets. She's at Serafini TV. I'm mm-hmm. at Bobby Demiro. We'll give that out later at the end of the show too. But you can always tweet us or comment on YouTube like you guys have been doing. But let's jump into it right now and let's I guess we'll start with Akeley. Um yeah. there's a lot to come off with Akeley. He plays a huge role in this episode and spoiler alert, if you haven't watched it yet, hit mute real fast. Akeley dies. He dies. He kills himself. Man, you what? never Okay, let's just go to that right now okay. before we before we backtrack to Akeley's thing. There was a whole build up in the whole episode. You never ever ever leave a man with a shotgun Who's emotionally distraught. Total so- Frank Frank has no empathy. He has no people skills. Akeley just <laughs> oh. pointed a gun at him and then decides not to shoot Frank. And Frank's like, ah, screw it. We'll go to the metallurgy lab. We're good. Dude, he has a gun. Walk after him. Like, take yeah. the gun from him. Yeah. Tell him to put the gun down. Seriously. I mean, again, Frank, he doesn't pick up on those things because he's so, not. I wouldn't say self-involved, but just like he... So intelligent, he's myopic in that way. Yeah. And he doesn't think. And the fact that Akeley's even questioning everything and what he's doing, it's like, you don't understand that he's not even questioning himself and taking himself out of the picture? And what do What's you, all this for? And what do you think Frank ended up doing? Maybe we'll see it next week. Maybe we'll see Akeley's funeral or whatever it is, whatever happens. But what do you think Frank ended up doing after Akeley got shot? He stood there and he was like, ah. I bet Darn. He, I bet he went, I bet he just called somebody and was like, hey, military police. Akeley's out here, and then went straight to the metallurgy lab because that's what Frank does. Yeah, and also, but if no Frank, morning, Frank, no, no morning, <laughs> and he doesn't have time. But the thing is, is, Frank, if Frank called that in, he would have to explain the reason why both of them are there, and True. then they, the army would find out that they were passing notes and stuff, and like everything that's going on, all their secrets they've been keeping. Um, that's ruining good. the compartmentalization rules and all that. So, they, like, he would have to explain himself if he admitted that he was there with Akeley and when this whole thing went down. So that's a good point. That's actually kind of very closely related to a lot of what's going on in the episode today. It's just that simple idea that Frank probably can never admit he was there. Yeah. He'll just or deny it and drive off and act like nothing to, happened. Yeah, yeah, he would have to cover for himself and save his own behind. Yeah. 
which he knows how to do and he's been doing with Charlie. But mm-hmm. to get back to Akeley now, he, he dies. Spoiler alert, sorry. She's um, you probably already saw it. If you didn't, you shouldn't be watching the after show. <laughs> yeah. Um, after <laughs> so, the show. So Akeley dies and he, his, his character in this episode was kind of interesting because at the start of this episode, for the first maybe 30 minutes, I wasn't, I didn't have a time clock on it, but maybe for the first half of the episode, Frank was looking like a real bad dude, and Akeley was looking better and better and better. And even by the end of the episode, Akeley didn't look bad. I, I was never mad at Akeley. I was never yeah. – he was never the bad guy like Lancefield had been. Akeley was more just somebody I started to feel sorry for. He he wasn't going to be implicated in the spying situation. It didn't look like – or or in the in the compartmentalization. It looked like Charlie and Frank were the ones who kind of have the fault here. But mm-hmm. Akeley, Akeley very – closely holds himself to his pride, his work, and what he's accomplished. And if he feels like he's failing, obviously that's too much for him. He can't go to Oppenheimer and say he failed. He can't go to Oppenheimer or the president and say, this isn't working, we need to go in a different direction. He'd rather literally kill himself. So I, I, I not only in he's, this episode appreciate how how unstable Akeley is, but also kind of how sad it is, how how bad I feel for him that he was this way. Yeah, and you, we can see his slow deterioration throughout all these episodes, especially in this one, the fast downhill spiral. Even at the beginning, the very first shot of him, the very first line, he's he's quoting Lord Tennyson, and the the uh, to char- a military police yeah, officer <laughs> charge of the light brigade. But even the specific line he was saying is going into war and going. In the mouths of the jaws of death. So even that is the foreshadowing of what's going to happen. He's going into, like, he's going, he's leading himself to death. And uh, I, I thought, like, just the literal aspect of that. And then, you know, him in, in intermingling with everyone in the compartmentalization. We see it throughout all these, you know, scenes uh, tonight that he he's slowly realizing all the mistakes that he's done. And he's trying to everything to do he's getting other people to help him because he dug himself into a hole that he cannot get out of boldly they rode and well into the jaws of death into the, the mouth, mouth of, of hell, hell i believe is what it was yes. and this is not the first time that he's quoted Charge of the light brigade was he quoting i don't know it wasn't lord tennyson earlier robert frost somebody else yes he it was, was quoting frost. it was frost okay um but he's quoting lord tennyson the charge of the light brigade yeah so akeley Maybe he's a bit of an artistic guy. That's kind of cool, but definitely a morbid guy. Maybe more morbid than we gave him credit for. Yeah. Um, and and we knew he was. We knew something was wrong with him when he took Charlie on the drive and he had the shotgun in the first place. Mm-hmm. You don't take somebody on a drive with a shotgun, especially the first thing in the morning. Yeah, like in the middle of the night. Come on, let's go for a drive. You don't have a gun. We're we're hunting. You don't have a gun, but I do. But I do. Uh, okay. <laughs> Would do you okay in this particular moment? Did you think that Akeley was going to actually shoot Charlie? Yeah, I did. I wasn't sure if Akeley was going to shoot Charlie if he was going to use the gun on himself. But you don't have a gun in a scene in a television show or a movie unless you're going to use it. Gunny. And and in both scenes today with the gun, they used it. Akeley fired a shot, whatever it was, if it was at an animal or something. He fired a and shot in the, the first distance, scene, yeah, and then he sure as hell fired a shot in the second scene. So if you have a gun in an episode, if you have a gun in a scene, you're going to use it. And they did. They did. And Luckily, was, Charlie's not dead. Again, it was that slow buildup that he was going to actually shoot. Yeah. And he shot himself. Scary. With a rifle, which, like, the mechanics of that are not easy it's to like, do. There's some distorting there, you know, yeah. and some contortion. Yeah, that's not to get, um, like, too morbid about it, but that's a difficult he's a way to go man, about though. it. He probably has long arms. Yeah, still, though. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, I've never really thought about it. But, I mean, seriously, that's a di- that's a difficult thing to do, and it's a very yeah. specific choice. He doesn't have a handgun. He has a rifle. That's a specific choice by the writers, not only because it's a hunting situation, at least the first one was, supposedly, 
But and he even says it in the first one. Of course, they're not going hunting. The meat yeah. tastes like crap, and it's an ugly animal. Mm-hmm. So he was never going to use that gun for hunting. I just legitimately thought he was going to kill Charlie, and he did. I didn't think he was going to kill Charlie because Charlie's such a big character. I I think it was really just for that threatening um, mechanism that like he he's going to the point where I'm going to shoot you if you do anything to me again and shoot me in the back. I'm literally going to shoot you. Yeah. Um, so I think it was literally just a threatening kind of warning. And the metaphor is, I drove you out into the country. You can't. Nobody can hear your screams. Mm-hmm. Nobody's going to see you die. Even if I don't shoot you now, and I can get away with it. Yeah. Message is loud and clear, and then we can make up a story. Yep. Yeah. Um, or or whatever. So we know Akeley's a little bit now. The one good thing Akeley did, and he did do a couple good things, I guess, or tried to do a couple good things. But one good thing that he did was bye bye Tom Lancefield. Yeah. Gone he, immediately. He's gone. Sold him out immediately to Colonel Cox, and then we see Abby in a later scene. We'll talk about her more in a second, but we see Abby in a later scene go into the Lancefields' home, and it's already cleaned out. Elodie's gone. The affair is gone. We'll talk about that part in a second. But Tom Lancefield, see you later. Yeah. Good. Good for Good. Him. Good. I'm happy. I mean, I wonder- he was an a-hole, and it, it's unfortunate how it all went down, but his character, no offense, had it coming. What's what's ironic about that, though, is his character had it coming on a personal level because of what he did to Charlie and what karma. he did to Abby. Karma. But the karma that came to him was on the professional level. It was the military. And if, if Tom Lancefield is going to be removed because they thought he was a spy, because he was, you know, taking – because he was, he was framed for taking out military documents or whatever – that's a firing squad offense like what happened to Sid Lau. So wouldn't that mean that Tom Lansfield was executed? executed? Which is I think uh, I'm not saying that you should grope your friend's wife or whatever, but you yeah. don't deserve to be executed for that, do you? He doesn't deserve that. No, but those are the offense we haven't seen. We just saw them get escorted out of the, the so hill. You're choosing to believe the positive side that he wasn't <laughs> yeah. executed. He, he was just transferred executed, to Tennessee. Or if he was <laughs> executed, us audience didn't see it. We can only use our imaginations and believe that's true. Or for all we know, maybe we see some follow-up with him next week or with Elodie next week. Or at least they're going to interrogate him before they just have the firing squad on him. Because we've seen them... Saying they're, yeah, it's they're like, it looks like they're going to interrogate Charlie. Give them the chance and, yeah. you know, the benefit of the doubt first before you just execute people. Or not even the benefit of the doubt, but you need the interrogator to weasel out a little bit more information so they can go after the next guy, mm-hmm. after the next guy, like that interrogator guy did with. Once you get all your with. questions, then you can shoot. Exactly. And then you have nothing left to lose. Yep, Give yep. us all your information. Hey, thanks for being so forthright. Boom. Boom. <laughs> and that's how it's done. Uh, and that's how it's done. We make amazing military policemen. <laughs> um Anything else about Akeley? I guess the one sad thing about Akeley. Well, the first thing he said about Helen, that great quote with Helen, I'm going to dance with the guy that brung me, when he mm-hmm. had that meeting with Helen and stuff. And we'll talk about Helen again in a minute, but this is kind of where it gets confusing because the relationships really start to intertwine. So Akeley knew what was going on with Frank and Charlie, but Charlie didn't sell out Helen. Frank never sold out Helen. So Helen looks better in Akeley's eyes, but Akeley still wants to kind of give her back to Frank in a way, and she says she was coerced by Frank. And Yeah, and it, this is what was conflicting with Helen tonight that I thought when Akeley was questioning her and she said it, uh, she was coerced. I was like, okay, yeah, I believe it. She was put in a situation she couldn't really get herself out of. She, she was caught between a rock and a hard place. And then at the end when she's talking to Charlie and he's like, I forced you into this project. She's like, I make my own decisions. Was she there because she wanted to be there or was she there because she was forced to be there? That's the question. So now I can't really understand where Helen's 
mentality and loyalty really do lie. I think her loyalty lies with Charlie, and she didn't... By her saying she was coerced to Akeley... By her saying she was coerced to Akeley because Akeley already was going to sell out Tom Lancefield, maybe that ends it for Akeley at that point. And she wouldn't say, hey, it was a big it was a big setup, and I was in on it too, and it goes even deeper for you, buddy. Yeah. I was coerced. I'm an innocent pawn. You already dealt with Charlie. Don't dig any deeper. Mm-hmm. And if she had said to Akeley, That's no, I was a ends. part of it. Exactly. She said, I was a part of it to Akeley. He would have dug deeper, and he would have found... Yeah, more was, people you know, who were involved. Exactly, or, or more information sharing or whatever yeah. it was. And, or at the very least, would have found Helen just as guilty as Charlie and Frank. And Akeley kind of already dealt with Charlie, and he needs Frank, or needed Frank before he died. So, I don't know. I mean, is that maybe that's wrong, but I think that Helen saying she was coerced kind of makes her an innocent victim, so Akeley doesn't have to keep digging. Yeah, and the, yeah, the fact that she was complying, she wasn't being argumentative, was that, that was enough to just have... Akeley, stop all the investigation. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Okay. I just feel bad for Akeley. And I feel bad for that scene with his wife. I feel bad for all of them and just the situation that, that they're in. But that poor scene with his wife where he's he's always been portrayed as capable, at least as a manager, if not as a scientist. He's always been portrayed as smart, even if his attitude comes into question for us. Yeah. And his wife is obviously very, very proud of him. And yet, he he was kind of lying to her. About Washington, D.C. I don't know if he went to Washington, D.C. and met with the president as much as he kind of let on. Maybe he did. But at the end, his wife had no idea that she's saying, you know, you're going to meet with the president. We're going to win the war. And he's like, no, I'm going to put a shotgun in my mouth. Yeah. um, (laughs) It's a serious turnaround. Well, also, he has the rules of compartmentalization. He can't tell everybody. Even Frank and Liza, Liza still doesn't know everything that's going on. So, yes... Mm, there might have been a moment where he actually did meet the president when we know Akeley went out to travel on business and whatnot. So that could have been actually true. But the fact that he did keep the secret that he went to Washington State instead of Washington, D.C., yes, that's going to be a secret. No one else knew about it until he actually admitted it. At least now, last point on Akeley, at least Thin Man is getting the attention and the fix that it deserves. Whether it comes from Akeley, which we thought it might and it can't now, or it comes from Frank or Charlie, whoever, at least somebody is going to go through maybe and, and, and fix Thin Man or do the next project. Well, actually, now that I think about it, maybe not. Akeley's dead. He's he's to the military, to the insider people. Akeley is kind of the golden boy, I guess. He's the mm-hmm. one they can trust because Frank they can't trust, and now they can't trust Charlie. Can't trust Charlie. So with Akeley dead, Frank cannot go to Oppenheimer and say, "Hey, implosion's right, Thin Man's wrong," and Charlie holds no weight anymore. So there's n- who who is left to go to Oppenheimer about this? Helen can't do it. She's a nobody. Babbitt. That's actually Maybe. an interesting point. Maybe. Because Babbitt's now working for Oppenheimer, too. He got himself into a fairly good, decent position. He's in good terms with Oppenheimer, maybe. And he he's a legit physicist. He knows everything that's going on. Only Babbitt sold himself down the river, bringing yep. Sinclair, Dr. Sinclair, on with the plutonium. Everyone's making their own beds right now. And even said on it, you know, Sinclair was like, I, I heard there was a job for me here. And Babbitt's like, you have a future on this hill one Unlike of some of us. Yeah, one of us don't. <laughs> so, and I, I believe he was talking about himself. He's like, you're going to be hired. I'm going to be fired. I think so. And not only that, but bringing, bringing Sinclair with all the plutonium apparently in just a bus or something or on a train uh, that nobody else realized. Secret. It, totally. And I don't know if Sinclair smuggled it out or if he had clearance or if he's guilty too. Well, but whatever it was. Clearance. No, no, but I mean from Tennessee. Sinclair oh, from Tennessee physically right. to get the plutonium. Whatever it was. 
something's fishy there. You don't just send one dude, especially in that era, you probably don't send a black man from Tennessee considering what Tennessee thought about Sinclair in the episode we saw. Yeah. Unless maybe it's the perfect cover. Yeah, a really good cover, but we also know Sinclair is a position of high power there, although he didn't really enforce it in the episode that we last saw him in. But he is a power of... Um, position of power he could have used that to help babbitt and all them so and then especially after i was so surprised when we saw sinclair arrive with just that and with no security whatsoever compared to what akeley was like um asking what kind of security do we have for this new plutonium that's coming in because someone's going to catch him well uh, akeley was asking that to delay the plutonium because he knew thin man wasn't working Mm -hmm. and he needed help I don't yeah. think he, I don't think he actually cared about the security. I think the thing about German Americans, I know, I, I guess it sounds legit what he was saying, but in World War II, we did not put German Americans in internment camps like we did Japanese Americans. No. There wasn't any of that. So the thing about, oh, well, German Americans own a bunch of land on the railroad tracks. Okay, in wartime, maybe that sounds convincing as an argument. He knows he can use it as a delaying tactic, but I, I got the impression the whole time he was BSing. He just didn't want plutonium. He wanted a couple weeks because he was adamant about, Thin Man doesn't work. We need to find a solution. I can't have the plutonium here because it's going to predetonate, and I'm going to be the one who looks bad. Yeah, and that may have been true as well, but I kind of also saw that he didn't want Frank to get it. Yeah. That any security to make sure that Frank's team implosion would get his hands on it before he could. Yeah. Um, Let's go to uh, Charlie right now. We'll talk about Frank at the end in a second, but let's talk a little bit about Charlie. He connects, obviously, with Akeley a lot. We've covered this stuff a little bit. But our boy Charlie is not looking so good no. for the wear. He's like, the physically, marriage, he's looking rough, too. The marriage aside, hold on a minute. Oh Let's goodness. talk about the career first. He's very implicated in this conspiracy. His signature is on every single document. Yep. Frank's is on nothing. Akeley has obviously been out of the country, and now he's not going to be tried anyways. Um, Charlie is back to him. Yeah. He is the point man, and that's not a good thing. And he's dumb enough to fall for So I guess I will ask you this, because I think there's probably a school of thought both ways. Was Charlie taken advantage of by Akeley, or was Charlie taken advantage of by Frank, or both? Uh, it's so hard to... It's like a high school, like, multiple choice question. A, B, <laughs> B. A and B. <laughs> or D, all of the above. I think I'm going to go with D, all of the above. Okay. Because we know that now, with... Frank and he wanted Charlie to help his team, Team Implosion, all the calculations. Yes, he used Charlie in that way. And he used Charlie's signatures to get the materials he needed. And then also knowing Akeley, after he made a big dire mistake and he knew about it, now he's using Charlie to help him fix all the mistakes. Yes, by signing everything, be like, no, Charlie did this instead of me. This wasn't my fault. He's helping. So I think it goes both ways, yes. So Charlie is smart enough to know all the physics that people need him, but he's dumb enough. Talk about people who don't have people sense. To realize that people are using him. Exactly. We say Frank doesn't have people sense, kind of real world, whatever, and he doesn't. Why do we think Charlie does? He's been taken advantage of multiple times. His wife's out behind his back. And I know that the Elodie affair is totally random, and I don't expect him to conjure it up in his head. It's random now. But you you still should have known something was going on or could have had an inkling or if he was at home a little bit more. Charlie doesn't have a lot of people sense himself. No. Nope. And he gets taken advantage of by, as Cat Williams would say, everybody. Like, yeah, everybody. <laughs> He's kind of like a young Frank in a way. They're both very intelligent people. And if Charlie keeps on this path, he's going to be the somewhat sociopathic, brilliant genius 
scientist physicist that Frank is now. But Frank is still married. Can we say the same thing about Charlie? No. At least not at the end of today. But in fairness, Liza and Abby are completely different people. Yeah, I don't imagine Liza having too many lesbian affairs. Although now that I think about it, I guess you never know. Yeah. Liza's a little kooky. And she's very progressive for her time. She's a little bit mental and unstable. I wouldn't say kooky is a legit term. <laughs> but <laughs> she's a little no, I don't mean I don't mean mentally unstable. I just mean kooky in terms of her interests, her background, mm-hmm. her her she does have mental issues too. Or maybe I don't know if she does have mental issues as much as she's kind of been driven to them on the base. But okay. But, but also Liza is very intelligent. She's very educated. Yeah. And statistically, people who are uh, educated deal with life situations better than people who aren't. And it feels like Abby, she's not as educated as Liza is. Therefore, she doesn't know how to handle big life situations like this. Yeah. Handle these situations properly. Therefore, Abby wants to take the easy way out and not deal with it. Rather, as if Liza was in that position, she would face it. And, and point on that one for exactly what you're saying is the divorce, when it came up with Abby, she accuses Charlie of all this stuff. Where's the man I married? What happened to you thinking for yourself? All legitimate points. Mm-hmm. But then Charlie raises his legitimate points and Abby's like, oh, I want a divorce. Yeah. Sorry. It's like, no, dude, you have to deal with your points just like Charlie's dealing with his. Yeah. Like in an adult conversation, it's got to go you, both ways. You didn't say you love me. What happened? You haven't yeah, like shown any love He literally was like, he literally was like, you don't. Like, t- I'm leaving you. No. Nope. <laughs> That's literally what happened. I'm not going to explain myself. You don't tell me you love me anymore. You haven't touched me. She goes. We have to get a divorce. It's like, wait, whoa, whoa, wait a <laughs> I'm minute. <leaving> here. <laughs> wait a second, dude. Explain you have yourself. to you have to get in the conversation. But I think you're right about that. Abby has no real world experience. Abby has no knowledge of how the world works. I know that's a bad thing to say, and she's definitely learned a lot on the base, but Abby mm-hmm. is not like Liza academically or street smart wise. Not even close. Or human, yeah. Yeah. And it's not necessarily her fault. But she's yeah. not equipped to handle this situation. And I think it's just the the kind of also goes back to the kind of personalities. Liza's very alpha female and Abby really isn't. She's and Elodie was. Female. Yeah. Elodie was super alpha female. Yeah. Liza's alpha. She's assertive. Liza and Abby is not. Yeah. So do we think – I know this is prediction territory. We're not there yet. But I just got to ask, are they getting divorced? Will we see next week Abby leave base, Charlie get – I don't know, executed? I mean, is this marriage over? I think, for the most part, it's over. And I predicted at the very, very beginning of the season that their relationship is going to take a turn for the worse. They're going to split up because no happy relationship stays that happy. And boom, I was right. No happy relationship stays that happy, Marissa. If we were to psychoanalyze you right now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, I'm not sure. We well, don't have okay. enough time for that. No, <laughs> that, that's okay. different. But also, okay, so it goes to their relationship right now is pretty much kaput, and yeah. I think we're going to see Abby try to leave, but we also not to get too far ahead of ourselves. In the previews, we see that they're going to get interrogated. Something's going to happen that's going to keep Abby on the base. Can I ask you a very dumb question? Go for it. I've only watched all 12 episodes, some multiple times, and this is a legitimate question. Do Abby and Charlie have a child together? I thought they did. I thought they did too. I was going to so ask the you. One. I was like, they have okay. a kid, Ooh. right? So we I'm saw not... it in like the first two episodes. I was going to ask yeah. you. I was we like, like, where we, did their kid go? We like hear of it. And then, and then, and then, um, um, I'm forgetting her name right now. Uh, Liza and Frank's daughter. 
Callie. Callie. Callie yeah. is babysitting at one point for them. So they, yeah. they they have a human being in their home who lives with them and is underage. But we don't get, We've we never don't seen it. see it. It's like a baby? It's just like when Abby went to go mingle with Elodie, where was the baby? Because exactly. Frank was still working. I mean, Charlie was still working. So where's Was the Callie baby? hanging out with the baby? Was Dunlavey with the baby? Someone was babysitting it. Or... or do they just and we also have a, see in the preview that Abby's holding a child. That's what I was asking because in the preview for episode 13, in the season finale, Abby's holding a kid. And there's no other kid on base unless she stole one from the healthcare center where Liza worked. Which I don't think she would. Which, yeah, she wouldn't go over there. Like, so they have a, they have a human child that we've never really heard of. Okay. Yeah. Uh, just to confirm. Yeah. Okay, cool. I've, we can move on now. I just wanted to be sure that, mm-hmm. like, we've a lot, we've watched a lot of Manhattan. Okay, did we have? <laughs> like, more than anyone. And, and I'm going back to the, the episode where Abby was on the train to go see her parents. There was a baby. I feel there was the baby. There was a baby. Okay. There was definitely, that was the only time we've seen the kid. And it wasn't a baby, yeah. it was the toddler? It was a toddler. Okay. Two, three year old. But, but she was holding, like, a younger baby in the. Maybe. I, I saw I it was a really only brief one kid. clip. Okay. okay. We've talked about this for a while. <laughs> I, I'm just, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm just really I'm pretty confused. sure they have a kid. I, 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 which makes this marriage so much more complicated. And makes Charlie a lot worse of a dad. Which is actually something to bring up about this right now and a legitimate segue from that question. Is it all Charlie's fault now? No. Maybe not, but yeah. look at Frank. Frank is not a good father, husband, whatever besides work. But he has made an effort with Callie. And I know it's a little bit different when you have a teenager versus a toddler. But you should be making more of an effort with a toddler probably. And Charlie doesn't make any effort that we see uh, and I know that's maybe a writer's choice to say okay we don't want to focus on Charlie's family life as much in that sense but there is something to be said there that we've never seen Charlie with the baby at all but, and honestly the storyline of having a baby plays nothing into this Manhattan absolutely it's not, not important un- whatsoever. except to say it's like a stereotypical young family just getting started in they're the happy 40s, they're in love blah 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 in the American yeah. dream We're raising a kid in not Los Alamos um, okay, well, moving on from that. Okay. So we think the marriage is over. I agree with you on that about Abby. Mm-hmm. Uh, her affair, probably over. We can talk about that maybe in predictions. I'll, I'll leave it and say probably. I guess there's a way she can maybe track Elodie down later. Probably. Or <laughs> Elodie could track her down. Or maybe this is the last thing to talk about with Abby and Charlie before we move on to Frank. Let's talk about Evelyn. Oh, poor Evelyn. <laughs> so innocent. Just going into her new house. And then, dang, Abby, just slap her. How many times have you been assigned a home on a military base and you walk in and get bitch slapped? Every once in a while. It, 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 it happens. It does happen. Um, especially when you're carrying a Evelyn, potted plant. Just, that just came out of nowhere. <laughs> I was like, what? It was, it, was, Abby. it was kind of ironic, though, because Abby is becoming more a woman of the world, or at least of this world. She understands war a little bit better after reading about the Holocaust a couple episodes ago. She's mm. starting to understand the politics of the base. She's becoming slightly more worldly, as sheltered as she is. Yeah. And then Evelyn comes in, and Evelyn's the new Abby. She's like, we're so excited to be here. Very naive. Me and my husband. Very naive. Can't How you doing? And Abby slaps her. Do you remember what she said? She said, wake up, (laughs) which is the most ironic thing you could possibly say. It's like, Abby, you're the one who's been asleep the whole damn time because you're so ignorant to everything. And you're telling somebody else to wake up. Really? Well, maybe that's just Abby trying to be wise and trying to teach someone. It's like, no, you think you're living an amazing life right now. It's far 
from it. And it's, I Don't think be it's, a fool like I was. And I think it's Abby thinking she's wise, which is more dangerous than actually just slapping actually her and being, being wise. wise. It's more dangerous to think you're wise when you're actually not because we know she isn't. No. Yeah. So Abby has no idea what's coming on the season finale. I feel like that was an, an Abby now slapping an Abby six months ago. Exactly. Or That's how, probably however what However long yeah. they've been there. That's probably exactly what that metaphorically means is Abby slapping her old self and seeing her, seeing her own self in Evelyn and saying, this is me. This is going to happen to you. (laughs) No, you know, and realize this now. And and at the same token, maybe that's why those other women on the base, as superficial as they are, maybe that's why they treated Abby the way they did at the beginning, because that same cycle to say, you're young, your husband's a hotshot. We've all been there, honey. This base sucks. Yeah. You know, more or less. You'll know what we're talking about soon. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Let's get to Frank. Lots happening with Frank. There is a lot happening with Frank. So Frank, uh, like I said with Akeley, Frank was looking very bad the first half of the episode. And and moment after moment, I'm like, dude, Frank, he has been using Charlie. He has been manipulating everybody, which we had seen happen. But the way that Akeley was framing it, I was like, wait a second. Frank's not a good dude. And I don't really know what to think. I guess we'll see next week. I don't quite know what to think, and Frank hasn't quite won my trust back, and I still don't know whether or not Implosion's going to work. I know what happens in the real world, but I don't know whether Implosion is going to work or not. So I'm waiting to see, like, is Frank right, or has he been BSing everybody the whole time, or is there an ulterior motive? Or, like Akeley said, does he just want a place in history, and just place for his name in history? That's true. I... I don't think Frank's in it just to have his name in history. I think Frank really is just a physicist. And then, I mean, he we see at the end of the episode when he's trying to convince Akeley is like, yes, they're going to remember that we built it. But ultimately, I think Frank, just being the true physicist and science that he is, he's in it for the, the good of the Army, the good of ending this war and building this nuclear bomb, whether his name is on it or not. Just And to prove the fact that his theory works, he is smart enough to do all this. But that last thing you said is exactly what proves the point, though. Yeah. It's Forget the first ten things you said. It's the last <laughs> thing. To prove the fact that his name is smart enough, that he was smart enough to do all this. That's what he's in it for. Yeah, he might want to end the war, too. And yeah, because of his World War One experience, he doesn't want to see American soldiers get killed and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way... Several times today is a very, very, very convenient excuse to make somebody feel bad. Don't you want to see our boys come home? Like, yeah, of course we do. Yeah. Who, who doesn't? It's the same thing people use today about supporting the military. Don't you support the military? Yes, everyone does. Maybe we don't show it the same way. You know, right. it's like who and doesn't? in fairness, he was trying to get Akeley to put down the, gl- the gun, which ultimately <laughs> didn't happen. But Akeley but said it to Charlie too. He said, "You're going to leave yeah. our boy. You know, you're going to do whatever with our boys. You're going to leave our boys out." Get mm-hmm. thousands of them killed. Mm-hmm. But besides that, I think Frank, as noble as we can call those intentions, and maybe they're real intentions for Frank. Maybe they're, they're very, true. They're very convoluted intentions. But I think I think there's a great deal of it is him. He's got a huge chip on his shoulder with Charlie, with Akeley, with the whole base and what they think of Implosion and his team. He's had a huge chip on his shoulder the entire time. And he takes it personally more so than anyone else does. And we've talked about this. Mm -hmm. He takes it personally more so than anybody else does. And I think he wants to get himself in the the book of record about World War II, which they probably weren't calling it at the time. And he wants to (laughs) get himself in, in, in the book of record about that war. And he wants to be known for being the guy who developed the bomb, specifically him. Mm-hmm. You know, in in addition to all these nicer motives of ending the war, defeating Hitler, blah blah blah. So I think it is about him. 
Yeah. I, I can see that. Yeah. Which is not good. No, I mean, ultimately, <laughs> it makes him just look like a bad guy because he's very self-involved in that way. But I think it's the, the methods that he's going about it, using other people just for the betterment of himself. There's a lot of pride there. Oh, there is. And, and, and a sociopathic tendency or two, which I think you mentioned. <laughs> a yeah. few. Just um, a few. Did you think, before Akeley offed himself, did you think he and Akeley were actually going to work together? Assuming Akeley didn't have the gun, if they just had met and Akeley was you know, in tears like he was, did you think they could have actually worked together? They could have because now Akeley knows that he was going to lose Charlie, who's the next best scientist that knows everything that's going on, who would help him? Frank, which Frank. makes sense from Akeley's point of view. But from Frank's, Frank said to him, Akeley was like, would you actually work with me? And frankly, Frank was like, I will work under you. If it ends the war, I was like, "Dude, no, you won't. No, no, you won't. You're, you're, you're not going to take you that. Won't. You have Frank be your boss, or Ickley be your boss. You won't. Or, yeah, Ickley, absolutely no, not. No. You wouldn't do that. So why lie to him? Because he had a gun. But if he didn't have a gun, I think Frank was lying through his teeth to defuse the situation with the weapon, of course. But I, I still now really question Frank's motives. I know that he's probably right about implosion because he's so dogged about it, and he's so, such a talented scientist. And Charlie is such a talented scientist, and the two of them together are probably right about implosion. But the method, the way that Frank goes about it, he's looking not like a villain to me at all, but he's looking slightly more suspect. The, the shine has come off of Frank's mm-hmm. glossy exterior. We, we know his <laughs> ulterior motive yeah. and everything. Yeah. But, I mean, we, unfortunately we won't see it because Akeley offed himself. But I think at this particular moment when they're having this conversation, Akeley would have taken anything he could have gotten. Oh yeah, he could get to fix his problem with his all of the miscalculations on his team. He needs all the help. But Frankly's problem was fixed. Did I call him Frankly? Akeley. I combine (laughs) their names. Akeley. Akeley's problem was fixed with Frank. That's what I was going for. When Frank said we can work together, we can go to Oppenheimer, we can do blah blah blah. Akeley's problem was fixed. He didn't need to commit suicide. So he did it for one of two reasons, and they both have to do with Frank. Either a Akeley didn't want to look like a failure and and have to go to Oppenheimer or whatever yeah. because he didn't want to look like a failure like he had lost to Frank and Frank was right about implosion. Like he, he was the one that ended up wrong. Or B, and this may be more telling, pride. not no, deeper than pride or different than pride, I think. Akeley knows that Frank carries absolutely no weight with Oppenheimer and no weight on the base. And if Frank and Akeley had gone to Oppenheimer together, it wouldn't have brought Frank up. It would have brought Akeley down. down. And Akeley was like, you're, you're my last hope. I needed to work with you secretly because I think you might be right. But people have such little respect for you because you're a psycho man. We, no way. We, can't I, work we cannot publicly work together. And I think when Frank said, hey, let's go to Oppenheimer, Akeley was like, oh, I'm dead. No. I'm as good as gone right now. No. Like, I can't work with you because. I'm working with the help. Nobody, yeah, nobody respects you. Nobody believes in what you're doing. I can do it secretly, but publicly, I'm going to lose my reputation and they will shut the whole thing down. Yep. Or, or, or replace I, those guys. That is very I true. think that's what it is. And, and the way that, the way, the reason I bring that up now is this looks, if that's true or partially true. That looks very bad for Frank moving forward. What is he supposed to do in episode 13 and then next season? Now he has to prove that implosion works. Nothing else. Well, he's got Sinclair and he's got that plutonium theoretically. Yep. Thank goodness. Because we know Thin Man's going to work. Akeley knows Thin Man's not going to work. Frank, Team Implosion knows that it's not going to work. So now Frank has to really step up and show and actually physically, tangibly prove to us that implosion will work. 
last... We have, we've had so many episodes about implosion, and we haven't seen it yet. We better see it. <laughs> I want to see an explosion. We see yeah. one explosion. Um, two very, very quick points. The first one's Paul. He asked for a transfer. I guess we'll see. Um, unless you have something to add about Paul. I think it was that Paul probably did feel bad that he did call out Frank and really just tattletailed on the whole situation and all this is now crumbling down. So I think it was just like his way of trying to get out of the situation before it got worse. Be like, um, I need to go somewhere else. Can you help me transfer? Yeah. Before I get pulled into this more than I already have. That's a good point. He wants to cut his losses. Exactly. Uh, point number two, I believe Fritz and Jeannie have had sex. I know you don't. I don't. I'm just, I think Fritz has become... You can spoon out of bed without having sex. Yeah, you can if you're like 12 or, okay, maybe like 15. <laughs> but, okay, I think we, that <laughs> we, we've talked about Fritz always, always, you know, wanting to have sex but always being with Jeannie. If he had sex, he would have told the whole audience by now. Here's why not. I think Fritz is becoming a man. And men don't kiss and tell, you know? You don't Some brag men. about it. Some, that's true. I, Some men. But I no, feel boys like kiss and Frank tell. would be, uh, Fritz, sorry, not Frank. Fritz would be the one who would kiss and tell. I think he would have been, and I think Jeannie has maybe made him grow up a little bit. And I think, I think they're in their pajamas in bed, in the covers together, doing like whatever they were doing, talking about superheroes. Uh, talking about origin stories. Come on, that's adorable. I think that they have had sex sure. and it's not a big deal for Fritz anymore. And and maybe we'll learn about it next episode or whatever, but him and Jeannie are a thing. They are definitely a thing. But I mean like a, a, a real sex, thing. Yeah. Like 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 this is it for him. Like okay. wife that. Uh-huh. <laughs> wife that. Put a ring on. <laughs> and last point to make before predictions is Liza. Uh, will you be voting for Liza in town council elections? Okay, first of all, you don't start off with, I have a neurotic condition. <laughs> I'm the crazy woman. <laughs> yeah. And I'm asking for your vote. I mean, good on Liza for <laughs> standing up and raising this point that everyone's questioning about. But you don't start with your argument, I have a medical condition. I'm legit. <laughs> I am going to vote for the peeping Tom, personally. I think the community needs more peeping Toms mm-hmm. because everything is so secretive. And if the peeping Tom gets on the town council, maybe more people will come out and peep. And, yeah, there'll be some creepy stories about peeping Toms. But the peeping Toms will also glean information when they peep in the windows. Think about it. And you need to get more information. Yeah. yeah we need more peeping Toms on town council. So I'm going to vote for the fat dude but, who's a peeping okay, Tom. Okay. The more peeping Toms we have, the more interrogations are going to go down, the more we're going to be questioning if they're oh, really no, no. peeping Toms or spies. Uh, yeah, that's true. But citizen peeping Toms, not just military people, because they're already right. peeping. The military has right. been peeping the whole time. Yeah. I mean, citizens like busting back on the military and say, you peep, we peep. So most times I've ever said peep in my I mean, life. It's, it's a good idea in theory, but this is where I feel like the town itself when they find out what's going on, they're all going to know about it. They're all going to rebel. It's going down. Fine. Doc- People are going to fight against. Dr. Sinclair for town council. There's probably a residency requirement. He's probably got to live there for long enough. You yeah. Know. And, you know, I'd be fine with that. <laughs> all right. Well, let's get to uh, predictions. And now, you're after Buzz TV. Predictions. I was working on like six of them in my head during the episode, and I managed to write down nothing. <laughs> so I'm going to wing it. What do you have? Okay. I really don't have a lot of things either, <laughs> only because watching the episode, I got so entranced in the last 20 minutes, and Akeley running around with a gun was very scary to watch. Um, definitely, we're going to see a test of this bomb. 
with implosion because now that they actually have it in the lab they're working on this plutonium we're going to actually see the physical test i don't think it's going to work though i don't think it's going to work because it's the first test i don't think it's going to work either i'll make my predictions social predictions not military story predictions first off we saw helen and charlie have sex we totally glossed over it in the after show because we knew it was coming i don't think anybody's surprised by that no especially considering what happened do you have anywhere to sleep tonight oh yeah oh now you do yeah he does um i so so i don't know if they become an item but that's obviously going to create a huge problem next week for abby who is still around based on the coming attraction and now char uh charlie has given abby a legit excuse to leave that's a good point Oh, and he still doesn't know about Abby's affair. My prediction for next week is that Abby and Charlie have a child and we will meet him. Yeah. (laughs) Do we know the name of the child? I don't really think we do. I don't even want to do predictions. I want to spend 30 more seconds talking (laughs) about the fact that we, we, this child is is totally unaccounted for. I believe it's a boy. It is a boy. Okay. Yeah. It's totally unaccounted for. It hasn't been going on and off base. It's had to have been there the whole time. Nobody leaves. How on earth? This is what I'm most mad about. It's the it's the most glaring inconsistency to me is this kid. Uh, okay. Yes. All true. <laughs> I think it's also just the, the idea that so much is going on that family is not a, a oh, I'm problem okay with that. whatsoever. I don't want the kid's story. I don't want to develop a character of a toddler. No. That's cool. But no. what I'm saying is... But it shows family doesn't matter here. Well, and not only it's that, the but, but the holes. There's no babysitters. Abby's been having affairs going late night and midday to Ellie's house. Where's the child? Do you give the child to Callie and say, hey, I'm going to go have a lesbian love affair, watch the kid for two hours? What do you do? Exactly. Exactly. Okay, I'm sorry. I had no predictions. I just had to get 30 more seconds on the child. Um, That's it this week. Hey, season finale next week. Yeah, it's it's already here. I know. And also to to add to my last prediction that Uh when there's no, we're going to see the test. It's not going to work. There was the line that Frank said: "In a few months from now, people are going to know that we build the bomb. So it's not going to happen next week." Yeah, and it takes time anyway, so yeah. I don't think it'll happen next week either because they got to give us something for season two. Right now, they just have the theory. We don't even know the theory works. They don't have the physical, actual bomb. That's going to take forever. And we've had 12 weeks of theories, and we know where we are now. Nowhere. Nowhere. It's Spe- not going to happen next Speaking week. of where we are now, Marissa, where are you on, like, I don't know, Twitter? Twitter, Instagram, Serafini TV. Serafini TV. I'm on Twitter at Bobby DeMiro. Instagram at Mr. Bobby DeMiro. One more week. Next week. Next Monday. Yeah. Episode 13, season finale. We'll see you guys then. Good night. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.